Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. Following is the master's article from the August 2018 Trestle Board. What makes you a Mason? What makes you a Mason? That can be an introduction or a question. When one looks within, it takes a while to find the answer to the simplest question when it involves self. No one became a Mason to hear the minutes read at each state of meeting, and no one became a Mason strictly for the philanthropic resources we provide. Both of the aforementioned can be found anywhere else. Most of us have been asked the question, what makes you a Mason? And most of us have had to answer it. Some have pondered when that question was asked because it hadn't been contemplated before. It should be, and often. That question should keep you revisiting why you became a Mason and how your ever-evolving journey continues to manifest. That question should keep you grounded on your obligation to self. If you have not yet pondered on that question, there is no time like the present. You should consider why you became a Mason. If you didn't know the answer to that question on the night you were initiated, that's okay. You've had time to reflect and should have some thoughts on the subject. Some may say they're Masons because their fathers, uncles, or grandfathers were, so they continued down the same path, seeing how it enhanced their families' lives. Some may say it has been a desire to explore. Some may be more in-depth with their reasons by saying their obligation makes them a Mason. All answers are correct, so long as all answers are yours, independent from influence. It's okay to revise your answer as you gain more light in the craft and learn more through Masonic education. If you have any topics which you would like to hear more about in our lodge, please let us know. We would like to elevate our overall knowledge in the craft together. Fraternally yours, Eric F. Jenkins, Master. Following is the Senior Warden's article from the August 2018 Trestle Board. From the West. Greetings and salutations, ladies and brethren. In part six of looking at the Grand Lodge 2020 strategic plan, we will be looking at the first couple of bullet points under positive impact on society. Masonic values guide us to make a meaningful impact on society. We make a difference by participating in Lodge outreach projects through Masonic Outreach Services and gaining an understanding of what our communities need and offering help. Now many of us at Solomon Staircase have given freely out of our pockets towards various charities, but how often are we doing that with our time? A few members might go down to the Veterans Village Rehabilitation Center for Easter and Christmas and Thanksgiving maybe. A couple might even go down to the VA hospital for a Super Bowl party. These are noble and lofty efforts, but what are we doing as a lodge to help our brethren in need? How often do we discuss in Lodge whether there is any sickness or distress among our members or brethren that others should know about where we could possibly do something helpful? I know of very few cases of this. During my time in Texas, one of the things they did at every state of meeting that I really admired was a time to ask if there was any sickness or distress that anyone wanted to bring up. At times it was a family member of the brother, at times it was a friend, and other times it was that member himself sharing a struggle. Sometimes the need is right in front of us and we only need to ask. 
This is something that I will be asking about at every meeting going forward. And my hope is that we get into the habit of asking about our brethren that we haven't seen or heard from in a while, so we can all be aware of how each one is doing. There should never be a case where something major is happening in the life of one of our brothers that we do not know about, unless he doesn't want to share. And in that case, we honor his wishes. As far as gaining an understanding of what our communities need and offering help, this is another area where we can do better. We had a time in the past where we reached out to help a local group but could not get any responses to our offers, so we eventually gave up. I plan to start a committee for community outreach next year so we can work in the community to find needs and address them where we can. I am open to suggestions on this and, especially if you live close to the Lodge, looking for those willing to be on this committee. We have such a wealth and breadth of skills among our members and it has been proven time and time again that the more you give of yourself, the better you feel about yourself. It seems kind of selfish, but that's just how God wired us. In fact, to paraphrase, do unto others because it is the right thing to do and it just feels so darn good. Sincerely and fraternally, Aaron Reddick, Past Master, Senior Warden. Following is the Junior Warden's article from the August 2018 Trestle Board. From the South. On the beaten path, they say if it ain't broke, then don't fix it. That can apply as a simple term or to what works for you in life. Past Master Brian Smith has mentioned to me before how many conversations have started with him by the t-shirt he's wearing, meaning a Masonic or a Lodge t-shirt. For having an online store, I don't often wear my apparel. This past weekend, I wore a t-shirt while out shopping with my wife. An employee at a high-end store asked me about my shirt and what it meant. I gave a brief explanation and he asked if I was a Freemason. I confirmed his supposition and we got to talking more. He's from Chicago and recently moved to California. He had also traveled abroad. He was speaking fluently with Japanese customers in the store. We talked more about Freemasonry and he mentioned how he was interested in finding a path in life and that he felt he had a ways to go on before becoming a good man. I think we all had an encounter with someone whom we felt had a strong vibe and was a good man with much to offer. If his potential was revealed to himself, that's how I felt while talking with Carl, almost like I could tell how great he can become while at the same time feeling as if he wasn't aware of it yet. Through years of learning, I can say I've gained a sense of people and the good qualities they can provide in society. I can honestly say that I wish the best for those around me prior to me becoming great or benefiting in life. I get joy from seeing those around me grow and achieve great things in their life. I like nurturing those who need assistance, whether it's at work, the lodge, family, and even strangers. It's exciting when a prospect knocks on our door. If my words can help motivate someone to see what they're capable of becoming more than what they are, I'm here to help. If you asked me that a decade or more ago, my egoistic self would have preferred my own benefit over others. Also, my reputation of being great in the eyes of others. I always revert back to Freemasonry for my transformation and how I see life. There is so much to offer and I feel blessed for everyone who enters my life. Even if it's a brief conversation with someone asking me about Freemasonry, and that's all that comes from it, that serves as a reminder of what I'm part of. If it's a new friendship I gain from someone joining our lodge, it's a gift from our Creator. He's connecting us. The simplest gift should be cherished like having a second chance in life. I think we get gifts and even messages with everyday life experiences. You often ask or pray for things to come to you. Don't be surprised if the Creator grants you answers to all you ask for. It's a matter of discovering how the answers come to you. 
Once you figure that out, you'll see you can't keep up with the gifts that come your way. I exchanged emails with Carl. He was interested in getting whatever information he could get at this time. I sent him an email and he's responded. We'll see where it goes from there. I hope he gets a chance to visit the lodge near his residence and they provide the information that nourishes his mind. If so, I hope his journey begins, giving him all that he's capable of. Don't ever sit idle. Continue to search, ask, and inquire of everything that exists around you. Sincerely and fraternally, Carlos Diaz, Jr., Past Master, Junior Warden. You are here. Let us continuously remind ourselves that we are but one material point in the dark representing the mysteries of Freemasonry. We will always be growing and moving within the circle which we circumscribe to keep our desires within due bounds. This circle may increase or decrease depending on our stage of development. That's why the compass is movable, able to expand to suit your needs, whereas the square is fixed and unable to adjust. Keep this in mind as you grow. Knowing your limitations at times can be to your benefit. Initiated into the craft. We congratulate Brother Jonathan Ilona and Aaron Presley in becoming entered apprentice masons with Solomon Staircase Lodge number 357. Jonathan and Aaron have joined our events and dinners for many months. We can truly say that we know these men and they are well accustomed to what our lodge stands for and what we do in Freemasonry. Words of guidance? What words can be said to an entered apprentice which prepares him for his lifelong journey? How do you encourage a man to have faith in himself and know that he can become greater than a Mason who has been a member for 20 years? All Masons should look to their lodge for guidance and inspiration, not for the answer, which we all know does not exist. Our philosophy and culture should challenge each member to search within themselves and use the tools available for everyday advancement. We are cogwheels in a large puzzle. We need each other, but are not dependent on one another. The heart does not tell the mind what to think, and the mind does not tell the liver how to function. Each part is critical and necessary for the entire body to work. One cannot operate without the other, but must do its own work in order to live. The lodge is similar. By the time the officers take their chairs, the tiler has prepared the room for the ceremony. The stewards need not remind him, but they are dependent on him. And so we all work congruent with our own roles to perform. We know Jonathan and Aaron will be a great addition to our lodge. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.